Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. You know, when people talk about the insiders, the elites, the deep state, Soros and stuff like that, there's this kind of air to it, an air to it, and it's really the media doing it. We're like, oh, that's a conspiracy theory. The insiders, the cabal, the bow tie wearing crowds. Folks, it's real. I mean, it's all on video. There are really a group of people, elites, whatever you want to call them. I don't care what euphemism of what set of vocabulary words you used to describe. Them. There really is a set of people that want to move from where we are now in the United States as a constitutional republic to a bottom-down, a, a top-down tyranny. They're there right now. This video, I saw this on, uh, who's, I, got, I like to give hat tips. I am uh, Lisa Logan, followed her on Twitter. Great video from a lady basically describing the whole thing. You know, you may be saying to yourself, like, how did we get so woke so fast? Like, how is it that dudes are at Disney World in women's kids' dresses, greeting kids at Disney World, whereas 20 years ago, you would have been like, what the, f how did that happen? <laughs> the answer is, it, it did happen. It's happening now. Big show today. They show brought to you by Blackout Coffee. Blackout Coffee, stop giving your money to crap woke companies don't care about you. Go with a coffee option that tastes good and cares about the country. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Loaded show today. I got that. I've got video evidence. Disney doubling down on stupid. I got, a, I got some video of Jim Comey showing you how law enforcement people bought into this. Don't go anywhere. Folks, freedom's not free. It carries a price paid by our nation's heroes. Heroes like Chief Warrant Officer Michael Hartwick, who was killed in action while serving in Operation Iraqi Freedom. Chief Warrant Officer Hartwick was survived by his daughter, Haley, who, with the support of Folds of Honor, uh, Folds of Honor Scholarship, graduated from Baylor University with a bachelor's degree debt-free. Haley's career ambition is to help other military families cope with the sacrifices that come with service to our nation. Folds of Honor provides scholarships for the families of our military heroes. It's my favorite charity. Their noble mission now includes families of fallen or disabled first responders. This year alone, they've awarded 9,000 scholarships. And need this great needs patriots like you. Join the Folds of Honor squadron with a recurring donation of $13 a month at uh, foldsofhonor.org slash squadron. Foldsofhonor.org slash squadron. Join the mission today, foldsofhonor.org slash squadron. Great charity. Can't say enough great things about them. All right, Joseph, let's go. And away we go, Dan. Yes, sir, we do. We are entering this dangerous new era where this cabal of governments, yes, actual governments, it's not a conspiracy theory, uh, NGOs, non-governmental organizations, intelligence agencies, corporations, law enforcement, intel community people, they're coordinating together to subjugate us in a very real way. You could call it whatever the hell you want. I really don't give a damn. Call it whatever you like. The hard reality is the subjugation portion is real. They want to censor you. They want to keep you from practicing your religion. They want to break down the bonds between the kids and the family. Because if you don't have the kids, you don't have communism. And what makes the cabal even more dangerous now, because they've always been around, what makes the cabal more dangerous now, these elites, these insiders doing this, which we have been, I believe, at the tip of the spear of exposing is they have the communication tools and the technology now to do it. So here's what we're going to go through today, one at a time, after I saw this video. The video I'm going to show you in the beginning is from 2019. But it lays out perfectly how they all, they don't even have to openly coordinate. They can wink and nod at each other. But it's better when we get them on video talking about openly coordinating. This is a video from 2019. It's from a Beth Brooke Marciniak at this BSR conference back in 2019, basically explaining how this works, how these non-governmental organizations, many of them funded by Soros, Pierre Omadire, and other leftists, again, call it a conspiracy theory all you want. I'm just going to give you the double-barreled middle finger because you're a freaking moron, because you can go and look at the money trail yourself. They fund these organizations that are not governmental, these NGOs. Non-governmental organizations doesn't just refer to charities and other things acting like charities. It, it, it also it's all there also involves groups like BLM, the World Economic Forum, 
These groups out there that aren't governments per se, but they know how to pressure governments because they can do things governments can't. Oh, do we have that on video? Yes, we do. Here's this Beth Brooke Marciniak talking about how the LGBTQIA, BIPOC, 2 plus spirit, how these folks pressure governments and governments work with them and the, the group will do what the government can't and the government will do what the group can't. I love when they explain it so beautifully. Check this out. Biden met privately with those of us working behind the scenes. And he sat down with us and looked us in the eye. And he said, you companies can do what we government cannot. Why don't you tell the audience about PGLE? What does it do? Why is it important? And we would love to have more companies join in. But this, this story about Davos and the handful of us that found each other. So the PGLE, Partnership for Global LGBTI Equality, this is a group that was formed in collaboration with the World Economic Forum after five or six years of working behind the scenes with senior leaders at just a handful of companies. This com this organization was founded in January of 2019. Can you believe that? The World Economic Forum just agreed to do it this January. So we have there in collaboration with them, we can use their channels of distribution, their brand, they're now in the mainstream, on the main stage in Davos and into the mainstream of the programming at the World Economic Forum. Oh, the Davos crowd, the Davos crowd, eating the foie gras and the shipping on the, uh, sipping on the crystal. You see how this all works? There's nothing better than when they just openly talk about it. Hey, we met with the Biden administration and the Davos crowd. We're out there pushing the LGBTQ, BIOPC, two plus spirit uh, agenda out there. And Biden's saying, hey, she, she alleges what? Biden said, oh, yeah, you know, you guys can do what we can't do, which is do what? Which is pressure companies to make sure that men dress in women's clothing at the biggity bobbity boop or whatever it is, dress thing in Disneyland, greeting kids at the door. You ever noticed in the TV commercials you see now too? It, it, it every seems like every third commercial. Have you noticed this? There's a daughter putting lipstick on a dad or makeup yeah. on a dad. Yeah. Have you noticed yeah. that? Yeah. Hell you, yeah. But ladies and gentlemen, did you guys you guys ever notice this? You think any of that's by accident? Hell no. This is all agenda driven stuff being pushed by this cabal of people. I see we got some lefty in the chat. It's like, oh, you never call out your own side for doing the same thing. Hey, I've got news for you, dude, in the chat. You can go F yourself because you have no idea what you're talking about. Our side defends the right, talking about the NRA, defends God-given rights for people, all people, liberals or not. Liberals want to speak out against guns. I actually have a platform, Rumble, you freaking dipshit, where liberals can go on there and say, I hate guns, we should ban them. And you know what? We'll give you a platform because we believe in free speech, you freaking a-hole. The left does the opposite. These groups go to companies and say, hey, you're either going to put some guy in, or in, a, in, a, in a kid's dress costume at the door of a dress store for girls, or you're not going to score well. And if you don't score well on your PGLE or whatever it is, gay and lesbian score here on the thing, we're going to make sure companies don't invest in you and you're starved of capital. That's a fact, dipshit. That's a fact. Now, what we don't do is we don't say, hey, listen, you will either go out and sell an AR-15 on the floor of Macy's or we're going to boycott you and starve your capital. There's no equivalency, no equivalency at all. None. This is what tyrants do. They try to create false equivalencies here, even when you present the evidence to them right here. And I'm glad this moron in the chat brought this up because it's perfect timing to bring up article number two here. Washington Examiner. The Biden State Department stands by its disinformation grant to a site that was blacklisting conservatives. At least the government's not paying for it, Dan. You don't know what you're talking about. How about this? How about you do clockwork orange style, open your freaking eyes and watch what's in front of you? We already know the government's paying for it. They gave a $100,000 grant in 2021 to the Global Disinformation Index. The Global Disinformation Index has been linked to the blacklisting of conservative sites, making sure that they're starved of capital. There is no equivalent movement whatsoever going on to prevent free speech on the right. None. None. The opposite movement's going on. Now, 
The Global Disinformation Index and the Global Engagement Center from the State Department paying for them to blacklist conservative sites. Again, to give you both sides, which liberals will never do, they're saying this Global Disinformation Index, hey, this State Department grant had nothing to do with that. That's not the point. The point is money's fungible. Planned Parenthood says the same thing. Oh my gosh, we're not really in the abortion business. We're in the business of reproductive health and we do abortions. That's like saying, you know, you go to a Peter Luger steakhouse or a Roos Chris and because there's salt and pepper on the table saying, hey, listen, you got a steak, but there's salt and pepper. So only a third of our business is steak because there were two other items on the table. No, dude, you're there for the freaking steak. Money is fungible. You got this group advertising, hey, look, we talked to the Biden administration. We're working with the Davos crowd. We're pressuring these companies to do all this stuff to advance the LGBTQ BIOPC agenda. And if you don't do it, winky, winky, nod, nod, you might find up on, uh, you might find yourself on your blacklist too. Read this Gabe Kaminsky article in the newsletter today. It's just damning. By the way, the Biden administration is not even apologizing about it because tyrants don't care. Tyrants don't care. They're like this. F you douchebags, we don't care. We're going to pay this global disinformation index that tries to silence conservative voices, and we don't really care that you think the money went there. They're not even apologizing for it. It's in my newsletter today, bongino.com slash newsletter. That's why I love the chat. It's live time feedback. This is great stuff. What's going on? What's You're talking to Fonda McGroin over there? What's wrong? Oh, you guys, <laughs> Justin Aguirre, like engaged in a conversation in the chat. Thank you again to everyone who's here. So it's not just NGOs, non-government organizations like the Global Disinformation Index, Soros-sponsored group and others. It's corporations working with them who cave. And they cave because they're forced to cave, because they're threatened. They're threatened, but you'll be starved of capital. You're not going to get a, a, a human rights campaign hundred on your test for what you're doing for the LGBTQBIOPC agenda. And they came. You've seen Target. You've seen the Dodgers. You've seen Disney. All of these companies caving almost immediately to pressure because they're scared. Ladies and gentlemen, the world's a scary place. But some of them, you got to stand up and you need to do the right thing. Get off your freaking knees and stand up. And you know what? The people will follow you, man. This ain't a freaking Braveheart speech. This is the real world. It's not a movie. You've got to stand up and do the right thing for once. Do the right thing, not the easy thing. The easy thing is to cave. There may be a short-term hit on your stock as these HRC people and others try to attack and starve you of capital. But in the long run, when we see others getting up, everyone else will dance too. Someone's got to stop this. This is video of a... Is it Disneyland or Disney World? A, a guy. This is a man in a basically a kid's dress at the entrance of Disneyland to the biggity bobbity boop store. Is this what you want to see? I mean, is this even sane? Take a look at this. Folks, this isn't right. So my name's Nick. I'm one of Fairy Godmother's apprentices. I'm here to shop you around and make all your selections for the day. Folks, this is... When did we normalize all this? The answer is it didn't happen overnight. This cabal of people working behind the scenes is real. That group is real. The video we played is real. The human rights campaign efforts to do this are real. ESG scores are real. The global disinformation index blacklist is real. Soros funding to a lot of these groups are real. This is all real. It's not some conspiracy theory. It is real. Target. A Target. If there was ever a store designed to pitch their product to middle class America, it's Target. Target pushing clothing uh, in their store, tuck friendly clothing so you can tuck your thing, like tuck your thing. What are we doing? And this is what I'm talking about by not standing up. I'm going to put something out there. In the, the chat, I'd love your comments on this as well. I'm watching you all right now. If you're not going to stand up and you're not going to stick to your guns on something, then I'd rather you shut up. 
If you're not going to force some change, we just went through this. It took us almost two years to get a massive public corporation to change their policy on a vaccine mandate thing. And this fight was freaking exhausting, but it was worth it. It was worth it. We could have given up. We were basically in this fight by ourselves and we didn't. But if you're not going to stick to your guns on stuff and see it through to the end, then do me a favor and shut the, just shut up. Here's what I mean. The target story. You had this pitcher for the Toronto Blue Jays. It's a major league baseball team. For those of you who don't follow sports with a storied history, used to beat up the Yankees a lot in the 80s. There's this guy named Anthony Bass. This guy, Anthony Bass, speaks out by doing what? What? Puts a big public statement out about Target and tuck-friendly clothing in what's supposed to be a middle-class Americana store, right? No. All he did was send out an Instagram story with no comment. Basically, uh, what if essentially on Instagram is like a retweet. He didn't comment at all. And it was a video basically saying, hey, you know, we're Christians. You got to stick to our values here. So what happened? Well, this is what happened. True North. Blue Jays player under fire for Christian faith and supporting Target boycott. Keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, this player, Anthony Bass, said nothing. He simply shared a video on Instagram. That is it. Now, this is what does massive damage to the movement. Please, the people out there in this fight, if you are not going to have the balls to stand up when the demons come for you, then don't do anything. Because what happens when you fold and you record these hostage videos, like I'm going to show you now, this picture, who's now walking it all back, is you do immeasurable damage and you make the movement worse off. I'm very sorry. I'm glad you initially decided to do the right thing, but doing the right thing and then doing the wrong thing. I'm really sorry, bro. You hurt us all. You hurt. You just should have shut your mouth. Oh, it's easy for you to say you got a job. That's bullshit. Just go back and look. We followed through. We got them to change something. And if we didn't, that was the end of them. Fact. You don't get wobbly the minute the demons start coming for you. This is one of the most pathetic things you're ever going to see. Here's the hostage video. Anthony Bass, who initially stood up for us and then just folded like a cheap suit. Pathetic. Take a look. I'll make this quick. Um, I recognize yesterday uh, I made a post that was hurtful to the Pride community, which includes friends of mine and close family members of mine. And I am truly sorry for that. Um, I just spoke with my teammates and shared with them my actions yesterday. I apologize with them. And as of right now, I'm using the Blue Jays resources to better educate myself, to make better decisions moving forward. Uh, the ballpark is for everybody. Uh, we include all fans at the ballpark, and we, and we want to welcome everybody. That's all I have to say. Thank you. I saw in the chat some of you suggesting I had a couple extra cups of blackout coffee. Yes, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Maybe we need an octane meter for the show. You guys can slam on the screen to warn people ahead that this is going to be. Can we do that? You know, like octane for gasoline. What's the highest? 94, like Sunoco 94. Yeah, if it's a Sunoco 94, some people may want to bail. You may want you. I just may not be for you. Some days it's a good show, but it's a little more, you know, uh, it's a little more cerebral and it's maybe an 89. Today's a 94 because I'm tired of this bullshit and you should be too. Just don't say anything if you're gonna if you're gonna cave the second somebody responds and then you come out and give a hostage video. What do you think happens? What do you think happens? It, what happens is it's worse than when we started because then other players are like, "Oh my gosh, I don't want to record a hostage video too. I better shut the hell up." Thankfully, there's some players out there speaking up. Outkick has a great article up. I don't know these guys. I don't really follow. I know Clayton Kershaw, but I don't follow baseball that much anymore. Dodgers pitcher Blake Treenan. Treenan, if I'm saying your name wrong, I'm sorry, but congratulations for you for standing up. Please don't cave. Blake Treenan, Clayton Kershaw, who I know is a pretty amazing pitcher, and Washington Nationals pitcher Trevor Williams. They're abiding by their unshakable standard for living. Faith. Yes, sir. They stood up and they made a statement about what the Dodgers did. Yes, good for you. They My gave man. a statement about what the Dodgers did celebrating this group mocking Christians 
and they stood up. To Mr. Bass, I suggest you do the same. You got people like Innis Cantor Freedom gave up their whole careers for this. Do the right thing, man. If you're not going to stand up, then just shut the, just shut up. And to Trevor and Blake and Clayton, I don't know what my words mean to you or don't. You guys are famous in your own right. Far more famous than I'll ever be. Or notoriety, whatever. But God bless you. I mean that. God, I hope he blesses you with the strength going forward because the demons are coming for you next. And in case you're under the mistaken belief, by the way, that Anthony Bass's hostage video is going to call off the demons out there, oh, you are wrong. I'll show you proof of it coming up in a second. <sighs> Maybe we should all get some sleep. <laughs> the show just started. A great day begins with a great night's sleep. That's why I'm so wired up. Two hours of deep sleep last night on my Helix mattress. I sleep on the Midnight Lux from Helix because I'm a side sleeper and I love it. You're missing out if you're not sleeping on one. Helix offers 20 unique mattresses for big, tall, short, wide, even special ones for kids. To find the perfect fit, Helix provides a 100-night in-home sleep trial. No matter your sleeping position, Helix is the answer. Memory foam, hybrid, all more responsive to the individual with enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating. Helix is about comfort, care, and a great night's sleep. My Helix mattress is the best I've slept on. The setup was fast and easy. Don't take my word for it. GQ and Wired Magazine have named Helix their number one mattress. I ain't sleeping on anything else. Take the Helix sleep quiz yourself at helixsleep.com slash Dan. Find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. As a bonus, Helix is offering 20% off, two, zero, off all mattress orders and two free pillows for my listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Dan. This is their best offer yet. It won't last long. Helix Sleep, H-E-L-I-X, helixsleep.com slash Dan, helixsleep.com slash Dan. With Helix, better sleep starts tonight. All right, folks, if you thought the demons were going to stop when you record your hostage video, you were wrong. The left will never, ever let you see what's underneath and behind the curtain. They know there's nothing there. It is a battlefield of terracotta soldiers only. They are not real. They cannot expose how weak they are, so they cannot ever back down until maximum punishment is levied. It doesn't matter if you apologize. That's why you're better off taking the Dave Chappelle route and giving them the middle finger. Here's his goofball, Gregor Chisholm. Gregor Chisholm, who looks like he never played a sport a day in his life, writing at the Toronto Star. Toronto obviously covers their local team, the Blue Jays. There he is. Look at this guy. Oh, he's been reporting since 2007, covering the Blue Jays. But don't worry, Joe. Prior to joining the Star, he was a reporter for Major League Baseball Advanced Media, where he covered the Raptors, the Junior Hockey Championships, and the Winter Olympics. Sounds like a real genius, this guy, Gregor yeah. Chisholm. Yeah. Looks really tough, too. This is the kind of guy you should definitely... This is the guy who's going to lead soldiers on the battlefield. Here's his article at the Toronto Star. The Jays have to get rid of Anthony Bass. How many strikes does it take? Keep in mind... It doesn't matter that the guy apologized. They still wrote the article. So why would you apologize? The answer is, I have no freaking idea. This cabal is real. You sensing this? I played you the lady from the NGO, the corporations, the Dodgers, and then playing along. The media chimes in. It, the pressure comes from everywhere. And what makes it worse is when you get really dumb people carrying guns and badges or people in the intel community who don't carry guns and badges, typically. When those people sign on and kiss the ass of the cabal, then we've got a problem. Because then when you fight back against the cabal, pushing all this woke stuff, it's not just LGBTQ stuff, it's CRT stuff, it's speech suppression, censorship uh, the, they're taking away of your right to defend yourself. It's pushing this wokeism on corporate America. These companies get scared when regulatory bodies, law enforcement, and the intel community join on. They've all been corrupted too, folks. You're never going to see a bigger example right now. And, and if the show sounds a little bit down today, I promise you I'm long on America. I was listening to some speeches yesterday, watching some of the stuff that Trump put out, some of the stuff DeSantis put out. We've got a lot of good candidates in this space. Folks, we have a chance in the next four years.
to basically empty out the upper levels of government from people who've sold out this country and start over fresh and from scratch. And I think the public momentum is there to do it right now because we got to get rid of people like this. Jim Comey, who signed on, obviously, with the woke agenda because he's weak. This is one of the most disgusting human beings on planet Earth. A man who has done more damage to the United States and its institutions than I'd argue anyone else alive right now. There are people who have done as much, John Brennan, but you can't possibly do more. This man decimated the credibility of the FBI. He is the worst FBI director in the history of the FBI. And the problem with Jim Comey is he is a straight up sociopath. He is a man who has zero remorse for what he did. There is a damning report that just came out, the Durham report, suggesting they never had any evidence to start this case with at all. And Jim Comey, the FBI director, who personally oversaw the case against Trump to spy on him and his presidency. You'd think this guy would sliver into the cave he came from, the never be seen from again, and his family would tell people he died in a car accident so they don't have to acknowledge they know him. Not this guy. This a-hole loser wrote another book and is out doing the media tour. So on the media tour, he was asked, hey, listen, you know, now that the Durham report came out, you know, anything embarrassing here? Are you like going to you know, apologize to America? Nope, not at all. This is a sociopath in action. Watch this loser. As for the Durham report, 300 pages, four years investigating the investigators. One of the things that did come out of it was that procedures, regular FBI procedures were ignored, that steps were, were missed along the way in this investigation. In fact, Director Ray said when the report came out, yeah, we acknowledged that a couple of years ago and we've changed all that. Those changes are already in place. Do you acknowledge perhaps that some mistakes were made along the way? Oh, definitely. And they were found four years ago by the inspector general. So there's nothing new in this new document. What were some of those mistakes from your point of view? Oh, that the FBI didn't communicate clearly the status of certain sources. They didn't double check certain information before putting it in a court application for a foreign intelligence wiretap and a bunch of others. And so do you believe now, as these some of these politicians call for defunding of the FBI, that that has been corrected and that now the procedures are in place to avoid those kind of mistakes in the future? I think so. But in complex investigations, there's always going to be mistakes. It doesn't mean the FBI is incompetent, honest and independent. So, Director, with some distance now from your time there with that investigation and everything that came into that 2016 election, are there things that you wish you had done differently? Oh, plenty. I mean, plenty of small things. In the main, I think the FBI did it in the right way during a very difficult time in 2016. <laughs> is, is this guy smoking the glass? Is this guy on crack? Is he smoking crack? Oh, there's some small things? Fellas, ladies, the investigation into a sitting president and a presidential candidate, Donald Trump, was started predicated on what? Nothing. Nothing. Zero. Nothing. Small things. Small things. And that doesn't mean the FBI isn't honest and has an integrity. No, that's exactly what it means. That's exactly what it means. We got a couple shots left, man. Don't forget where we're going with this show. We're talking about this cabal of people. It is real. Comey wanted a job with Hillary, winky, winky, nod, nod. Hillary works with these NGOs, these Clinton Foundation people who reach out to corporations, corporations who get pressured by NGOs. The government winks and nods and sanctions the whole thing to do the woke agenda. None of this stuff would have happened if they would have left Donald Trump alone to do what he needed to do. Instead, they occupied his presidency while these wokesters took over with fake charges of a collusion scandal that never happened. Here's what this guy thinks of you, by the way. It gets even worse. This disgraceful human being who, if I ever see him and he walks up to me and says a word, I promise you to his face, I'm going to tell him, you disgust me like no human being on planet Earth. You're filth. Get the out of my face. Don't ever approach me. Ever. Here's Jim Comey. Again. You're a Trump supporter. I don't know if you guys, did you know this? You're all in a cult. Oh, listen to him tell what? you. Take a listen. 
Yeah. What do you think the appropriate way to sort of understand that threat is? What do you think the balance is to be had between platforming the lies and the disinformation? You had his son tweeting some deep fakes about one of his primary opponents. I mean, have you spent time delving into the policy questions around a Trump candidacy at this moment? I haven't. I mean, I'm, I'm a fiction writer, which we're going to talk I about. You are a good one. A good one. But, but I do think that it's. Donald Trump is the leader of a cult who has radicalized his followers and dealing with a radicalized populace is incredibly challenging because it's so hard for someone who's been defrauded and radicalized to walk away. Did you know that? I'm in a you cult. You're all in a cult. Right. Yeah, yeah it feels we weird, man. Support doesn't, doesn't it? You got the Kool-Aid coming next, Joe. Crap. Joe's like, Kool-Aid, yeah, great. Cherry Kool-Aid oh, coming wow. next. Just don't drink it. This is coming from Jim Comey, the man who single-handedly destroyed the reputation of the FBI in modern times and whose FBI right now, under his buddy there, Christopher Ray, still will not turn over a document that could be the central piece of paper in the biggest scandal in American history, that Joe Biden may have been paid a bribe to influence his decision-making while inside the United States government. Disgusting. Here's the problem with the cabal to get to part two of this. The problem with the cabal outside of what they're up to is they have the tools and the technology now that they didn't have 50 years ago to do devastating things to us between the ability to censor us on social, social media that didn't exist, the ability to tailor AI to their interests. Folks, we're in trouble if we don't turn this around quick. I'm going to show you what I mean in a second. They have powerful tools to divide us. And I think they're doing it from the inside. I've been warning you about this. All of these DeSantis Trump stuff and all this stuff happening, folks, I'm telling you the left, it, there's, there's a small chunk of this. A lot of it's genuine. I, a lot of them they just don't like each other. There's a small chunk of this. I'm convinced the left is feeding this fire. I'll, I'll, I always bring receipts. I'll show you what I mean in a second. Let's get, uh, let me get to my next sponsor. Appreciate your patience. You've seen the CEO of Innovation Refunds and GetRefunds.com on TV. Explain how they help many small businesses with their ERC tax refunds. They've completed over 17,000 returns for lots of different kinds of businesses, just like yours, including over $700 million for construction companies, over 200 million in restaurants, bars, and hotels. Innovation Refunds has hundreds of five-star Trustpilot and Google reviews. They're certified with the Better Business Bureau. In around eight minutes, you could easily start the process on GetRefunds.com, and you could be on your way to recovering up to $26,000 per employee. The ERC tax credit is a refund of your already paid taxes, not a loan. It's designed to let the business owner direct the refund money into anything the business needs to grow. That's money you can use to improve your business however you see fit. So go to GetRefunds.com to start the process. There's no upfront charge. They don't get paid unless you get paid. Innovation Refunds has already helped clients claim over $5 billion in payroll tax refunds through the ERC. They may be able to help your business too. Go to GetRefunds.com or download the app from the App Store today. That's GetRefunds.com, GetRefunds.com. Folks, they have the tools now to divide us. Now, a lot of terms get thrown around loosely, especially amongst people on both sides. And we got to acknowledge that. One of the terms that gets thrown around, I think, way too loosely, especially someone who's been inside of the government and recognizes what is when it's happening and who ironically went to school for this very same thing, psychology, for many years. A lot of times you hear the term, oh, it's a PSYOP. It's a PSYOP. It's overused. But sometimes it's not. Sometimes you are being subjected to a psychological manipulation operation. Oh, come on. That sounds like, it's a conspiracy theory. Really? You got to listen to me. Listen to some lefties. We played this cut last week. But in light of some other cut that materialized for me this morning, materialized, showed up on, I was, I saw it on social media, material like it like showed up in front. Look, it materialized like the Don Mattingly card he bought me. Autograph, by the way. It's a mint, gem mint, 10. You ever see that? <laughs> Look at it. Let me show something. Okay, got me this for Christmas. Cool cat. Don Mattingly, Fleer rookie. Autographed. He knows I love Donnie baseball. Donnie, if you're out there, hello, man. Love the hit, man. I got actual video receipts. They're trying to divide us. This is a University of Cincinnati researcher, right? He's at this little symposium here where they're talking about ways to basically censor conservatives out there. We played this last week at this little group meeting they have. It's overcorded. They're not shy about it. And he's like, hey, listen, man, the best way to bust up these conservative groups is to get inside and foster division so they go and attack each other. Gosh, sounds like something happening now. I'm starting to wonder, are the person you're talking to on Twitter is telling you they're a DeSantis or Trump guy? Are they? Or is it some lefty? 
That's not happening. No, no, it is. Just listen to them. Take a listen. I don't think it's any secret. So we manufacture a lot of infighting. That's real effective. Um, and that's much more effective to paralyze organizations than exposing Johnny. Because when Johnny leaves, he'll be filled by someone else. So we try to really focus organizational. Basically, deplatforming is denying far-right fascist folk any sort of public sphere access. Um, you know, denying them the ability to speak. Because the belief is, the argument is that uh, hate speech is more than speech. It's materiality, it's organizing, it's mobilization. It's not an exchange of ideas in the marketplace and the best one wins. It's something else. It's the strategic deployment of organizational energy and power. And so to deny people that, to shut down their websites, to close their meetings, to physically prevent them from assembling in public. Listen, man, again, there are some terms that are overused. I said it before. Not in this case. These are lefties. These are well-funded, smart people. They work in universities. They work in censorship groups. They work for NGOs trying to crush conservative speech. If they speak out against the woke agenda corporations, these are the people pressuring Anthony Bass, the Toronto Blue Jays pitcher, to record the hostage video. These, this is very real. I, I never do. Do I ever do any? Folks, come on in the chat. Do I ever do anything without receipts? You ever hear me going off on a tangent? Ah, oh, they're talking about space aliens from Mars. Do you ever hear that? I'm just warning you. Fight passionately in this primary season for your guy. But when you see people out there attacking, you know, I, I, it sounds self-serving, so I'm hesitant to say it. Well, I said it, so I might as well just do it. You have my word with my, with my flesh and blood. I don't say this for any self-serving monetary reason. I was involved early on with both Parler and in Rumble. And folks, a lot of the people that came after us were people who claimed to be conservatives, who I'm telling you were not conservative. I'm absolutely sure they were leftists disguising themselves as conservatives because they were afraid of platforms that were going to advocate for free speech. I can't say a lot. I don't because I'll bore you to death going through the details, but I'm sure of it. That's why I'm so passionate about this. The lefties know we're really passionate about Trump and DeSantis and conservatism. They are dying to break us apart. A lot of the stuff you're hearing now on the debt ceiling is probably the same thing. It's a crap deal. I'll get to that in a minute. But there's a way for us to handle the crap deal. And a lot of this stuff right now about, you know, should we vacate the chair and others? Whether you believe in that or not, I'm just telling you a lot of that probably isn't driven by the right. Some of it's probably being fostered and flamed by the left. Here, I saw this this morning. It made me think of this. Here's a guy named Michael Saylor. He's a crypto guy, really smart guy. He was given an interview and he brought up this same topic. He's like, he sounds like a really smart guy with the tech. He's like, man, this is crazy. So I'm telling you, they have the technology to divide us perfectly. He's like, it's weird. I find all these bots and stuff fighting with each other. Think about this thing before. What you just heard. The University of Cincinnati guy saying they're doing this on purpose while you're listening to this. Check this out. The risk in cyberspace is I can spin up a billion fake people and I can create a civil war by having the fake Republicans hate on the fake Democrats or the real Democrats. Having the fake Democrats hate on the real Republicans and having you know, the fake women hate on the real men and having the fake men hate on the real women until everybody thinks everybody is disrespectful to them. And then we're and by the way. Maybe this is happening now. Yeah. Maybe it just happened with the first generation technology, and that's why we have the cultural divides we have. But imagine when I can do it a million times cheaper and better with the next generation technology. I think that the implication is we can no longer allow people to create millions of accounts. Yeah. The, the other day, there were, there were probably 2,000 fake accounts that followed me on Twitter. In one day, which means there's 750,000 <laughs> fake people following me on Twitter every year. No, no legit, I saw it. I literally saw in a, in a matter of one hour, 1,500 bot accounts got scrubbed off my account in one hour. And they were bots. So we can no longer live with that status quo. So the issue is, how are you going to actually create integrity in cyberspace? He goes on to suggest a blockchain-oriented solution. 2,000 accounts? Let me ask you this. 
How do you know that person you're arguing with who you think is a Trump or a DeSantis guy? How do you know they're even real? I'm serious. And how do you even know, right, if you're a corporation out there and you got your social media manager comes running in, her hair's on fire. Oh, my gosh, I'm the social media manager for the Dodgers. We're getting so much negative email because we canceled the nuns, mock the fake nuns, mocking the Catholic Church. We better bring them back. How many of those are real people? The answer is probably none. Probably none. They're doing this on purpose. You just heard the guy say it. You just heard both of them say it. Break them up from the inside. You got to be savvy for this, to this stuff. And always keep in mind, our real targets right now, political targets right now, our targets are always going to be the ideological progressive leftist socialists out there. And you have to keep your political ammo it, you, for them, not for, we're killing ourselves, beating the snot out of ourselves here. All of your political attacks should be levied against them. It's, it's, you know what? It's so true. He just brought up a good point, Joe, especially for us who grew up in a different generation. You re- he said, you rarely see this behavior outside of the internet. Like when you walk into a store, like I'm Dan Bongino, right? A good amount of people know who I am. Not everyone. I'm not like Justin Bieber, but we go out. He's been with people know who we are. Right. I've had like two leftists in 10 years say something nasty. One in, the, well, but one in JFK and one in Reagan airport. It's the weirdest thing. He, he's right. And you go online. I post, I put up a post. Hey, here's what I have for breakfast. Like, I hope your kids die. Son of a bitch. Your mom sucks. And you're like, what the? Is this even real? I don't, I don't think it is, man. This is them. This is a psyop, man. And it's going to get worse with artificial intelligence. I'll show you what I mean coming up next. Let me get to my last sponsor first. Always appreciate your patience. Fiery chat today. <laughs> yeah, bots frozen. Oh, it's calling. Come on. I'm on the air right now. Give me a call. Friends, I can't believe the dire headlines we're facing in the world today. Everywhere you look, things are getting worse, right? That's why the smartest investment you can make right now is in your family's food security. Here's the reality. Food emergency happens. We've had them down here in Florida during hurricane season. Stuff empties out like that in a snap. And here's the worst part. It empties out quick. And you're probably thinking, oh, don't worry. The food will get back in stock soon. Not when the roads are closed and trucks can't make deliveries. What if there's some strike? What if China crosses the strait? Have emergency food. What's the worst thing that can happen? You throw it out in 25 years, it lasts 25 years. That's actually the best day of your life. The worst day of your life is when you need it and you don't have it. Buy a three-month emergency food kit today. Get one for every member of your family, at least one. Get it from My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest preparedness company. It's who I use. When you order today, you'll save $200 on each kit you need. Having these kits means your family will stay fed while others stand in food lines. Don't delay. Order your three-month emergency food kit today and save $200 per kit. It's easy to order. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. You'll get fast and free shipping too. Do this today or you'll regret it tomorrow. MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. All right, here's what I mean by this is only going to get worse. There's a Fox article up. Everyone on the inside, it seems, who's in the know about artificial intelligence is warning us. This, uh, Joe, in limited circles, we'd call this a clue. That's like right. Like everybody working on AI is like, hey, by the way, there's a downside to this thing. Yeah, well, what is it, uh, Mr. Bag of Donuts? The downside is it could kill every single one of us. Oh, thanks for the warning. I, have you said almost everyone in this space is warning us that this is getting dangerous? Fox News article, next generation arms race could cause extinction event akin to nuclear war. Pandemic, says this tech chief, a nuclear war and a pandemic. What is the guy talking about? He's talking about AI and how it's an uncontrolled process. Here's why it's, here's the killer line here, no pun intended, that AI is getting more influence in society because these AI programs are so good at automating things. This is what I've been warning you about. A lot of the talk about AI is talk about, well, will they launch a nuclear strike and break encryption, send a nuke to Russia, and then they destroy us? Possible. But I'm worried more about AI setting up two, 3,000 bot accounts like Sailor was talking about there. 
get two, 3,000 bot accounts to attack some random guy on Twitter who voices an opinion that lefties programming AI don't like. Shuts them all down. Oh my gosh, I've never seen anything like this. I got 3,000 people coming after me on Twitter because I said the Dodgers made a mistake. I'm worried about AI hijacking the water supply. I'm worried about AI busting up supply chains because they heard the supply chain for oil is causing a global catastrophe. It's going to end in 12 years. And AI says, well, I'm a rational maximizer. I'm artificial intelligence. I want the world to live. The world's going to end. So we need to shut off that oil pipeline. The tools for them to control us are getting more advanced. And the problem is on the left, you may say, well, Dan, the left's not going to want to destroy itself. Are you sure about that? Ladies and gentlemen, they are nihilists. They are nihilists. They have no alternate plan other than destruction. Nihilists, the root, the word annihilation. Here, this is what worries me. Would you guys see this one? Who sent this in the show prep? Is this Jim or you? They sent this, this article the other day. I looked at it. I'm like, this explains it all. This is why I'm so worried about these people programming AI and censoring us. New York Post. <laughs> it's not funny, folks. I'm just, this is the least surprising headline you're ever going to read. Left-wing extremism linked to psychopathy and narcissism. <laughs> oh, really? They call it the dark ego vehicle principle. According to this principle, individuals with dark personalities who are narcissists, they're in love with themselves and have psychopathic traits meaning they have almost no sympathy or empathy for others, are attracted to certain forms of political and social activism, which they use as a vehicle to satisfy their own ego-focused needs instead of actually aiming at social justice and equality, they told the side post. <laughs> it's so These, this is the lefties, sociopaths and psychopaths with grandiose narcissistic personality disorder. It says they desire fame, distinction. Elevated social status and high social importance. They strive for influential positions and social visibility because they want access to financial and other resources. Let me translate this for you, this study, why this is important yeah. and why you should be very afraid of these leftists. People like Joe and Guy and Justin out here, relatively conservative people, right? We believe in a meritocracy. We don't want anything from anyone else. We work to get a paycheck and we find value in that work. If anyone else finds value in it, that's fine. But man feels the need, good men, to manipulate the world to make it better. Whether it's cleaning toilet bowls or producing a podcast. Don't laugh. I use it because I clean toilet bowls. You're damn right I did in the key food. Hey, when you're the new guy, you clean the bathroom. You can laugh all you want. The cleanest freaking toilet bowl you've ever seen because that was my job. Because that's what I did. Had to stock the aisles too, but that was my job. And you know what? That led to some sanitation, better sanitation for the people in the store. And I made the world a little better. You can laugh at it all you want. I was proud of my work. Just like I'm proud of my work now. What does that have to do with this study? Liberals don't believe in any of that. They don't believe in merit. They're lazy bums. They are lazy freaking bums. They don't want to do jack shit and jack left town. And because they don't want to do jack shit, what do liberals do? They want social visibility and access to money and financial resources, right? So the only way to do it, they find, is in grifting off other people and taking other people down, the Al Sharptons of the world, the cat lady people of the world. They don't have anything else. They have no marketable skills whatsoever. People hate them. They can't stand them. They are narcissists. Everybody thinks they're a joke. So what do they do? They find meaning in their lives by attacking, demeaning, and taking down others. This is the modern left. Narcissistic personalities with psychopathic traits who find nothing, who find nothing but glory in the destruction of others because there's nothing they can do themselves to add value to the world because they're losers. They're losers in the technical sense. They've lost at everything they've done. And they take that rage out on you. And they have no emergency break for their behavior. These people are very dangerous, folks. Very dangerous. All right, the debt ceiling's still popping around. It's going to make it out of committee. Folks, it's a bad deal. Of course, you can see in this Newsbusters article, the media, of course, blaming the GOP, which is hilarious because the GOP already passed the uh, Limit Save Grow Act. So it's Biden who's threatening to shut down the government. It's just a fact. It's not open... How do, if, the, if the GOP in the House already passed the bill, how is it the GOP's fault? Can you explain that to me? Of course you can't. You're probably an idiot on the left. 
But just showing you how bad of a deal that is. I got a bad of a deal it is. Don't listen to me. Again, I always bring the receipts. Listen to the Biden administration telling everyone how awesome of a deal this is. If it's a good deal for the Biden administration, it's probably a bad deal for America. Take a listen. I want to emphasize that it accomplishes three main things. Number one, it takes the possibility of a default off the table, which means we avoid an almost certain recession because of a first ever debt default. Number two, it protects uh, all of the key pieces of legislation that the president signed into law in the last two years. New investments in clean energy, new investments in semiconductor manufacturing, new infrastructure investments that are being seen across the country. And third of all, it protects Social Security, it protects Medicare, it protects Medicaid, all these important programs that Americans rely on. Uh, we think it's a good, fair deal, and we expect it to get to the president's desk. That's Bharat Ramamurthy from the Biden administration telling everyone, everyone how it's such a great deal and basically locks in the Biden agenda. Folks, we got to do better, man. We got to do better than this. There has got to be a better way. Here, it gets even better. Here's Shalanda Young, our OMB director under Biden, taking questions in the briefing room where she says, yeah, this thing basically advances the Biden agenda because she's going to have override authority for this pay-go stuff, meaning if we want to pay for these new regulations with the GOP saying, you want new regulation? Good, you're going to have to pay for it with some cuts somewhere else. She gets to override it. And you may say, well, she works for Biden. Yeah, exactly. That's the point. Check this out. It's impossible to know the frequency, but I do know we negotiated all of this in good faith. We will follow the processes uh, laid on the law on pay-go. Uh, and if that waiver is deemed necessary uh, to make sure President Biden's agenda is carried forward, we're going to use that uh, that authority. So just to be clear, the GOP locked in PAYGO on new rules. Very simply meaning this. Biden wants more red tape. They've got to cut some red tape or regulations somewhere else. That's what they did. Except if that lady says otherwise. And then they ask her, well, when are you going to use this authority? She's basically anytime we need to advance the Biden agenda which is like every time. So like they really don't have to do anything, right, dude? It, I, I call it the just kidding provision. Thank you. <laughs> where there's a pay go. And then Mike Lee pointed out three pages later, says just kidding about that. Just kidding about that. Hey, one last thing I want to show you because it's getting dangerous. I'll cover it more tomorrow. We're going to play this again tomorrow, Guy, but do you see this video? Say Chinese uh, uh, plane basically buzzing. One of our surveillance uh, uh, planes over the uh, South China Sea. Folks, I've been warning you. I, you I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope you're watching this show. And one day you're like, oh, my gosh, he was hysterical about the growing threat of China. They're preparing them. They're, they, they're preparing them to do something. You got them calling off this meeting with the Pentagon. You got North Korean spy satellites going up. But there's a China partner trying to go up. Something's up, man. You don't just start buzzing surveillance planes in the South China Sea if you're not looking to start some stuff. You know what I mean. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. I'm so glad you're here for the live chat. By the way, I'm packing on weight like crazy. It's driving me nuts. I weighed myself before I came on the show, 213. 213. I think it's good weight. I don't feel any goo, and I've been lifting like crazy. But am I getting that round face again? You tell me, because I hated that look. That's why I lost all that weight in the first place. But I've been lifting like a madman. Squats, man. I'll get you big like that. Check us out in the live chat every day at 11 a.m. Where'd that come from? I don't know. I just noticed I was looking at a picture. I'm like, gosh, you're getting big again. 11 a.m. Eastern time. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Do us one favor. Please click that follow button. We deeply appreciate it. 2.75 million subscribers on Rumble. Almost at three. That is just blowing away the platform. We appreciate it. And then also follow us on Apple and Spotify. It's all free. I'll see you back here tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.